Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. Yes, and today my guest is Edgar Cho, who is co-founder and managing partner of Spark Labs Taipei. So let's meet Edgar. Hi. Hello, Shirley. <laughs> and、um, you're originally from Jiayi, you say? Yeah, correct. And then eventually you moved、uh, to Xinzhu, and you worked there for a couple of years or something like that. So I studied in Xinzhu.、Oh, you Qing- studied in Xinzhu、yeah, in Tsinghua University, right? And then you've gone f- further north to Taipei. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> right. Okay.、Um, what is Spark Labs? So Spark Labs Taipei is a, a VC fund together with an accelerator. So we targeted to help early stage founders to help them expand their business internationally.、Okay. So we have a VC fund. So we invest into all the company we select, and during the acceleration program, we help them either like figure out their business model, help them expand to new markets, or or even we host our demo day to help them raise the next round of funding. So、oh. acceleration model, it's a quite interesting model. It's Originally from、uh, Silicon Valley, that、uh, the most well-known asset is the Y Combinator. That pe- people knows that there is a group of founders who successfully exited their company and try to help more founders、uh, to help them like grow from like in a very early stage. So、uh, I was also like working in the startup、uh, and and just try to give back to the society. So that's how we started like Spotify Taipei. Oh, social enterprises. Uh, it could be social enterprise, but it's uh, it it it's actually more about like it's an ecosystem. So f- like among all the founders that people knows,、uh, for entrepreneurs, it's hard to uh survive. Yeah. Because you are lacking of resources, funding. Yeah, time and money. Um, so it's definitely very critical. But all the society that all the innovation are all driven by the entrepreneurs. So how we can secure more early stage founders to to make sure they have good enough resources to make sure that we have the room for them to you know try and error, and even especially like from the government side, from the corporate side, how we can gather together. I always like to say like it takes a village to raise a child. It also takes a village to raise a startup.、Uh-huh. So that's how like this early stage uh, uh, startup ecosystem looks like. What was your major in college? I mean, yeah. What did you study? Yeah, so my major was in quantitative finance. So it's a financial quantitative engi- finance. Ah,、oh. yeah. It's sort of like financial engineering. Oh. Yeah, for the group of people who made the financial crisis happen in two thousand eight, it's like <laughs> the people like us. <laughs> oh. Okay. But but um, I I I I chose that major was because I I have a. I'm a big fan of like mathematics, and I I knew it. I knew it. You're good with numbers. Okay. <laughs> I love numbers,、uh, but I but but I don't just want to study that. I want to apply. I want to make more application regarding numbers. So that's how I decided to apply、uh, to National Taiwan University under the Quantitative Finance Department, and it's a very、um, uh, well diversified course cur- curriculum de- design. They have. Advanced calculus. They have statistics. They have programmings. They have economics, and especially like finance as well. So, also because of that, I I I found my interest in tech、uh, in my in my senior uh, uh, age, and I realized, wow, there's like so many things that happening right now in the tech field、uh, that are waiting for us to solve. You know, and I thought that Spark Labs is more tech, more so than. You were saying like accelerator and that、yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. 
So yeah, that that threw me off. But then it's combined. You know, everything. It seems like nowadays. I mean,、um, you know, let's say an advertising company.、Mm-hmm. You can't just only use people with advertisement background.、Mm-hmm. You have to use people from all disciplines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it seems like that's how it is with your. Company too,、mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the、uh, mentality is more like, for sure, there's a lot of like cultural, there's a lot of、uh, human being activities. But nowadays, since we have like mo- mobile phones and we are playing around all the laptops, and so for every second or every minute that there's a lot of data that gonna be generated by all the user behaviors. And for the environment or for the lifestyle that we are living, it's all surrounded by those data. So how we can leverage those data to help us, like to provide a better life, that was like th- that would be definitely something that we 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 need to look into. So not just for data, but also like、um, so at Spark Labs that we highly. Um, encouraging people to think from、uh, like from day one that you need to think what kind of data you are generating, what kind of data、mm-hmm. value that you could be generated、uh, along the way, and who might be leveraged or who might be benefit by using those data. So you can imagine, like for example, like Internet of Things, IoT, or like AI machine learning, and also like fintech, e-commerce, cybersecurity, digital healthcare. All those information are all collected. Like、uh, it's a data format, but without interpretation or without further analytics or like the artificial intelligence that you can do prediction, those data just just be numbers.、Mm. It will be meaningless. And Taiwan got the advantage to、uh, by forming the data because like we 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 have very transparency like data usage and also like we have we just like have a a, a lot of hours that can also help. Uh, those data to to be transformed from like maybe physical or from bio from agriculture into like digital form. So all those like techniques can can help us like grow the business at the same time that can can think more about how we can generate revenues regarding、uh, those user information or use those user data without、uh, violating their privacy. Can you give an example of a company that you've helped with, a startup that you have helped with, without giving a name? I don't know. Like how you help from day one, and then, yeah, just an example. Yeah. So、uh, there, there is a company that we、uh, accelerated called FastTech. So they are doing the IoT devices. They are detecting for the temperature and humidity. Oh. Yeah. So we need that in Taiwan. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's not it's so humid、Taiwan. here. Yeah. So like in Taiwan. Um, and I think right now it's it's it's, it's summer, so it's very hot.、Uh. And you know, for dairy farms, like、oh. all the cows, that when the temperature goes up to、uh, just goes up to one,、uh, you know, like Celsius degree, then like the all the milky, f- all all the dairy will be impacted. Yeah. Because the 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 temperature goes up or it goes like lower for even like one one degree Celsius. One degree. Yeah. Yeah. So how can you be? How can you aware of that? Yeah. I mean. It would definitely be impossible for you to measure or to observe all the、uh, the traditional、uh, monitor、mm. to check out the temperature. So、yeah. the company providing a device,、uh, including a sensor. So when w- you can set the the the, the seating, you can set the top line and also bottom line. When the temperature goes like higher than that,、yeah. than that like degree, and then you will get a notification, push a notification on、okay. your mobile phone. 
okay. so alert you that hey the temperature is too high maybe yeah. you can pour some water or some farm they are automatically connected with the watering system uh-huh. for for that the whole farm that can cool down immediately so which will, won't be impacted by like the 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 volume of the milk that are gonna be produced yeah and this usage is just, just as one case you mm. know like in in the forest uh upside for the worker tent they actually got a lot of chance that the temperature is too high so there will be you know, some fire th- from the forest oh right of course forest fire and you, you just can't be monitored this thing happen because there there's no one like be there to to observe or monitor like every every other hour or yeah. every hour so they just by using this the same device uh by plugging like the so- solar panel then you can you, you can just uh, if the temperature is too high, especially when it comes to a fire, mm-hmm. you'll also be getting the notification. notification. Yeah, oh. And this service is not just beneficial for the Taiwanese, uh, you know, like agriculture or those kind of public departments. Uh, so like in Singapore, uh, the Gardens by the Bay, the largest like the greenhouse in, mm-hmm. in Singapore, they are also using this device oh, because really? it's a very huge greenhouse mm. so if you are counting on like the manpower to climb up and to do the measurement it costs too much yeah so they are putting this device for every different like floors so in order to detect that the temperature as well oh. and also that the 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 hainan uh chicken the killing farms in singapore or the killing farms like there, they also install this like device to do the like uh, coaching, transportation, and also do the monitoring as well. Uh-huh. So, so how we help them is that okay, this is a we, they already they already proved their product market fit. How they can expand to more countries uh-huh. with like limited resources. So you help so, them with that. Yeah, we help them with that. So uh-huh. within the three month like expiration period, the company successfully ship out like the device to nineteen countries. Wow. Yeah, so uh, we we were very lucky to be the first investor to that company uh, and help them expand internationally. So uh-huh. that was like one of the case. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. So you only just help these companies or startups in the startup period. Um, do you guys follow through? I mean, do they keep in touch with you with, you know, like late, like, I don't know, um, post-production uh, period? Yeah. I mean, they still need you, right? Yeah. They, so- they need you all the way through? <laughs> or or is it only in the startup period yeah. of any of these startups? I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, for every startup, that is very critical in very, in, in especially in early stage. So, we, we were there, like with them. Uh, when when they were like no resources, no one trusting them, and we were like the first uh, investors to that company. So for sure that the trust level is very high, especially we work the result together with them. It's not like we teach them; it's more about we work with them. So they start to learn about our working model. They start to learn about how to scale up. So I mean those things make that the trust level very uh, concrete. For sure, they start to raise that the next round of funding, so there will be more investor coming in. There will be more partners coming in, so they also grow uh, along the way. But the trust is there. So whenever they meet the challenges or they are they want to celebrate, we, we yeah we got another team who just like won some. It's a very remarkable like prize around the globe. The first time that the first thing he posts on like his social media is to think about Spotlabs, how we help them mm. to get that. 
and but we we're, we're actually the smallest in, investor mm-hmm. to that company. Mm-hmm. But what what I want to express is that is 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 a long journey. Mm. So uh, we we started with, with with the founder, but later on we're gonna have more shareholders that coming in to to grow the team to grow the business. But the founders, whenever they need support, will just be there. And I mm-hmm. think the ecosystem need more uh, uh, founders that help more founders to 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 grow the thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, you're saying that you work with these startups, with you work with these companies. How big is your company? How many people? Because you're <laughs> gonna need a lot of people because you're working with them. You're not just like you know, hey, you do this, and then they can they're on their own. It looks like you you really do walk along with them and help them. How big is the company? How many people? So uh, for Spotless Taipei, we have a different roles. Uh, uh-huh. We have. Uh, four full-time staff on ground in Taipei, uh, in Taipei office, uh, many helping uh, the founders from maybe finance, from the program side, from the marketing and community side, including myself. But we also have uh, several partners that who were like entrepreneurs or even like they were investing into the very high-profile companies before. So including several, uh, the, the Taiwan root, uh, the Taiwan-related uh, entrepreneurs, including like the fun- uh, co-founder of YouTube, Steve Chen, uh-huh. And also that, that two founders like Charles and Kai Huang, that the founder from Guitar Hero, uh-huh. and also like the uh, we ha- also have the co-founder from Twitch, uh, Kevin Lin, as one of the mentor and advisor, that helping uh, not just ourselves but also helping that the more founders to grow their business. Okay. So it's uh, a it's a VC fund plus accelerator that we highly leverage not just ourselves but also mentor connection. So uh, I recruit more than 60 mentors from uh, around the globe to also helping uh, the founders from Taiwan to expand whenever that they need it. Yeah, that 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 that's a smart move. And I guess that's the trend is that you don't have to have a company with all full time employees. Mm -hmm. And that is a load of responsibility. Mm -hmm. But actually, just through mentors, Mm -hmm. you know, spread out in different parts of this country, or maybe even other countries, and Mm -hmm. then, and and, but then you're all working for the same purpose. Mm -hmm. So that means I would assume that those mentors, what do you call it? Um, Yeah, slash, slash, Um, careers. Yeah. I don't know. They they're they're mentors to you, but then they're probably mentors to other companies, or they have their own job or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, so um, how this works, I think, is is mainly because like everyone got their not just own agenda, everyone got their own interests. So you you, you need to leverage, um, you need to fulfill the interests. So for most of the founders, so I divide the founder into like three different parts. And what are those three different parts? To find out, join me next week on In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. 